what is pcos very common entity that we hear in our day to day practice that patient is suffering from pcos so today we'll see what is pcos and how does it affect the fertility potential of a woman pcos is a polycystic ovarian syndrome it is a syndrome means there are so many clinical as well as the biochemical features signs and symptoms associated with polycystic appearance of the ovaries on ultrasound if we defined polycystic ovarian syndrome classically then it is a triad of hyperandrogenism either clinically or biochemically it means there is a higher level of androgen and mainly testosterone hormone in a woman oligo or anovulation means there is a problem in a ovulatory process and third number is oligomenorrhea or amenorrhea means there is a scanty periods this type of women they are suffering from these three symptoms and associated with bilateral ovaries which have polycystic appearance on ultrasound means small cyst like follicles peripherally situated 2 to 9 mm in size and more than 15 to 20 numbers in both ovaries total so broadly divide if we then the polycystic ovarian syndrome suffering patients either they are thin limb pcos or either obese pcos so we have two varieties a woman's age, weight is around 45 kg and she is having pcos or 75 80 kg and having a pcos these women they usually have a difficulty in conceiving they also have a problem in regular periods also they have some androgenic features that is because of higher level of testosterone in the blood in the form of hirsutism acne unwanted facial hair growth excessive hair growth then it may require frequent uh, waxing and any other form of treatments to remove the hairs in pcos there is hormonal disturbance if we see the basic physiology of a reproductive tract endocrinology in a pituitary fsh and lh they are released from the pituitary and they act on ovary and the pituitary gland is under control of hypothalamus and this hypothalamus secretes gnrh that is a gonadotropin releasing hormones fsh and lh are known as gonadotropins okay this pituitary is under control of hypothalamus but this control is disturbed as well as the pattern of secretion of this hormone fsh and lh is also disturbed 
so the ultimately the result is there is a defective folliculogenesis means the growth of a follicle development of a follicle and ultimately the ovulation this whole process is disturbed that is because of hormonal disturbance this uh, in the fat fat cells it secretes leptin hormone and this leptin it acts on a hypothalamus as well as these women have a elevated level of prolactin also and this prolactin is is also responsible for disturbed folliculogenesis and result is the ultimately result is defective folliculogenesis low level of estradiol hormones defective ovulation and it results in failure to conceive so if we see the what can we do for such patients there are so many modalities of treatment like first one is if a woman is obese bmi is high then always advise first weight reduction weight reduction will help in resumption of normal cycle normal ovulatory function by decreasing the fat cells she should undergo uh, dietary changes strict dietary modifications as well as the exercise to reduce the weight second number is we can give her a uh, ovulation induction agents in the form of oral tablets as well as the injectables orally there are two to three class of tablets or medicines available first one is the clomiphene citrate second is the letrozole is an aromatase inhibitor group we can prescribe the tablets in a particular dose and also injectables like fsh or hmg injections for the follicular growth third modality is the laparoscopically ovarian drilling surgery means it decreases the androgenic micro environment of the ovary to estrogenic environment by drilling and removing the fluid excessive androgenic fluid from both the ovaries iui is a useful option if both tubes are patent and woman who starts ovulating in such patients 5 to 7% of weight loss is also very much helpful in reducing all the complications of a pcos and resumption of a normal ovulatory and the menstrual function ivf and the icsi they are the last resorts in such kind of a patient the pcos is a two edge sword either you can get many many follicles or you get very poor follicular growth so out of many follicles or many oocytes many are immature that is because of the androgenic micro environment of a ovary and we can also give 
uh, adjuvants like uh, insulin sensitizers in the form of metformin in a standard dose as well as the newer molecules like uh, myoinositols and the dichiroinositol combinations available in the market in a 40 to 1 ratio we can prescribe for at least three months to normalize the hormonal disturbance and then we'll start ovulation induction in such patients pcos has a long-term complication also in the form of metabolic syndrome so such patients they should follow a healthy lifestyle dietary restrictions or the modifications exercise and they should try to consume or try to seek a treatment as early as possible rather than delaying the conception because growing androgenic microenvironment in the ovary it will affect the oocyte quality so even if we do IVF or ICSI in such patients we get so many oocytes but are of poor quality so that is the main problem we encounter in a PCOS cases so PCOS can be seen in an adolescent age group and it will affect the menstrual cycle regularity in a reproductive age group where it affects the cycle regularity as well as the ovulatory function and the long-term consequences include the metabolic syndrome so if a woman sticks to the healthy lifestyle proper dietary changes timely treatment for the conception then it is quite treatable condition but nowadays we see many 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 patients are suffering from PCOS and it is now known that a woman who is destined to develop PCOS later in life this genetic programming starts all the way from in utero where a woman is in the womb of her mother so it's a genetically inherited condition the main treatment modality is weight reduction and the timely treatment for the conception rather than the delaying the conception weight reduction is must it is said that even 5 to 7 percentage of the weight loss will help a woman a lot so whenever a doctor gives advice about weight reduction and the dietary changes then a patient should take it seriously this kind of patients they just keep on changing the doctors a doctor who advises her about the weight reduction they don't like and they just keep on changing and just accumulating the files only ultimately without dietary restriction and weight reduction the results are very poor because even if the conception occurs it results in higher chances of the abortion early pregnancy abortion so the main treatment is weight reduction 
dietary changes, early seeking of infertility treatment, ovulation induction agents, laparoscopic ovarian drilling, last but not the least, IVF and ICSI. So, a patient should be investigated for insulin resistance. There is a fasting insulin, free total testosterone, day two hormonal assessment in the form of FSH and LH, FSH LH ratio, AMH value, thyroid and the prolactin because 30% of this patient have a hyperprolactinemia and that we should treat. Normal FSH and LH ratio is about 1 is to 1 but it is altered in a cases of PCOS where it is 1 is to 3. Higher the LH level, higher androgenic activity, higher androgenic activity results in difficult ovulatory function and the irregularity in the menstrual cycle. And this hyperandrogenism is also because of the higher insulin resistance and this higher insulin resistance that is because of the excessive fat cells. So if we cut down the fat, this whole hormonal disturbance will eventually go away and will help a woman in resumption of a normal cycle and the ovulatory function. So PCOS is a treatable condition. One should not worry about it, but timely taking treatment for the betterment of a woman and a timely conception as well as the ovary, bilateral ovaries that we see on ultrasound, the volume of a, each ovary should be more than 10 cubic centimeter as well as it should have a multiple follicles. There are two type of patterns. First one is a inner ovary which is enlarged and the small follicles which are situated peripherally 2 to 9 millimeter in size like a necklace pattern with a hyper echogenic stroma in between and the second number is in a ovary there is follicles of 2 to 9 millimeter in size they are situated in the midline with periphery there is a hyper echogenic stroma this second type of ovary is little resistant to the standard stimulation because the follicles which are situated in the center they will take time to go to the margin of a ovary and ovulate while first variety where there are follicles situated in a margin they easily they grow and ovulate. So which kind of pattern is available or which kind of pattern is uh, present in a particular patient that will also affect the standard ovulation induction regime. So this is the PCOS. And this is our message over PCOS. Thank you.